0: All right, here we go, brother. Let's make it happen. Hey, everybody. Thanks very much for swinging by and hanging out with us again this week. We're really excited about this edition of our Todd Bits episode. Uh, we've got a really cool cat here that I have grown to appreciate and get to know better and get to know more. And I'm really happy to have him here today talking about an organization that is doing some pretty big things. And I'm excited to share their story and their path and what they're doing with all of you. Please give it up for my friend Don Gann, the president of the Fresh Produce and Floral Council. Welcome, Don. Yeah, thank you, Todd. Thank you for having me. Absolutely my pleasure. I'm really, really excited to have you here. I'm a big fan of what you guys are about, um, kind of where you guys are heading, what the organization's been doing. Uh, I think this is a really neat opportunity to share with our global audience about what you guys are about and, 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 and what you guys have been, uh, been doing for years. So I'm excited to dig into it a little bit. And I really do appreciate you taking the time and, uh, and hanging out. Yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity. This is, this is awesome. Well, just make sure you say that at the end, okay? That's all I want to say. Now, at the beginning, it's great, but at the end is when it really matters. <laughs> but, you know, as before we get going, as I customarily do with everybody, rather than me read this boring bio and act like some of it, it's just more fun to hear from your heart where you're at, what your journey is, and who you are. So if you wouldn't mind, just give everybody a quick journey, you know, and your path to uh, to the Fresh Produce and Floral Council.
1: No, absolutely. You know, my, my journey started back in 2000. Uh, I worked for State of Brothers Markets for 35 years, and I was promoted out of the stores in as a retail supervisor. And so I worked out in the field. And so my mentor, Roger Schroeder, was and still is very a big part of the uh, FPFC. In fact, he's a past chair, three-time past chair. Uh, the Legend. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, you know, he introduced me. We went to the expo we were able to experience the show and the show floor and all the excitement there. And when I came into the office as director, he brought me in and I was able to attend luncheons. And so more on an intimate level with the FPFC, I was able to network and and meet a lot of individuals that we had just done business with over the phone and meet them in person. And and he allowed me to actually become involved in committees and task force. And that's where I really learned about, Hey, you know what? This organization means something. Uh, Everybody in it's trying to do the right thing for the right reason. that's keep the produce and floral industry together here in the state of California. And so I was able to play a small part in some of those committees and and learn about giving back basically giving back to the industry because it does take time and i'm always amazed at the individuals and the companies of their donations and what they do of how this industry gives back to to keep this association which has been around since the 60s to keep this uh, on top and one of the better associations that there that there is i love Um, them i retired from stater brothers two years ago Uh, my wife was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer and so Mm -hmm. Um, early retirements, but that gave me the opportunity to spend time with her. And and the bottom line is, you can't get time back. No, you can't get time back. And so we've been able to to be together. And the opportunity came up actually to work part time for the Fresh Produce and Floral Council. We've been going through a tough time in the past two years, like all the associations, you know. Sure. Networking based uh, association, and we haven't, we haven't been able to network and and keep the association strong from a monetary standpoint. So I was given the opportunity to come in, which is now full time. And basically, I'm just here to help the association in any way I can uh, to help us move forward to the future. We have a lot of veterans here with this association that are still here, uh, but we have a lot of up-and-comers and young people, and and we want to keep this association going. and And by bridging, hopefully, I can help bridge that gap to help them lead us into the future. These young right.
0: people, and so it's well, uh, what it's about. It's about giving. Yeah. It's about giving back. It's about uplifting the youth. Right. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm a big proponent of that. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love it. And thank you uh, for sharing a common path we walk with the, with breast cancer together. And I, and I appreciate uh, the fact you brought that up and, and I know we chat and it's, it's, it's a path, isn't it, brother? It's a path.
1: It is. Uh, We're starting our fifth year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right on. One of the things I love when I dove into this and got kind of deep into the, into the council was I I took some time reflecting upon your mission statement. And I I want to touch on a little bit before I start drawing some questions, because I think it's really a great first rung of that ladder to lay out as we build, as we climb up the ladder and talk about the organization. And the mission is to connect members to information, education and professional network that they need. And this is the part that I like to increase knowledge, grow their business and collectively advance the industry. And when you talk about the youth, you talk about next generation, this kind of stuff. I just love that. So I wanted to call that out because I think it's really an important cornerstone to start this conversation with, and especially for my next question, which is tell us what is FPFC.
1: Yeah, you know, this is before my time, obviously. Uh, The FPFC started, you know, inside the grocery store, you had other commodities that had outside associations, whether it was dairy, meat, you know, whatever those were back in the day. And produce didn't really have one. So mm-hmm. back in the 60s, a, a group of individuals got together and started the Fresh Produce and Floral Council and, and basically started with luncheons and was able to get retailers, suppliers together. Um, you know, a lot of business back then was done at the market. So there was a lot of face-to-face back then. But yeah, they were able to get together and uh, network on a different level in more of an intimate setting. And so that's kind of the way it started uh, bringing the industry together, and I think still today the first Produce and floral council is about that. We still have mm-hmm. our lunches, which is a mainstay. but you know through the years we've become better added added educational programs, our apprentice program, uh, the expo and different uh, events that we can do throughout the year. Um, you know you've gotta you've got to thank all of the past leaders in this organization that have been here, all the people that were on the board of directors, all the companies that supported this this thing. And, and those are the individuals that have helped us throughout the years, just get to where we are. And there's so, so many of them. And, and basically it's just a group, an industry that is a very tight knit industry that has been able to, to, to do this and and keep the
0: FPFC successful and valuable to the members. I love it. I love, why do you think, you know, the organization's been around a long time. We, you know, you kind of go, kind of, it 1960. I mean, it's, 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 it's trotting down the path pretty far. Yeah. But why does it matter so much more, you think, today than ever before to have an organization like this?
1: You know, I, I thought about that, and I still think it's as valuable today as it was. Mm-hmm. But I do think that times are changing, and they have been. And, and the way the produce industry does business now, there's a lot more business being done through email. It's through technology. Reorders, um, you have reorder clerks that aren't apps. You know, a lot of companies don't even deal directly with the buyers anymore. It's kind of handed off. Yeah. So I think the FBFC, we still bring that opportunity to bring together buyers, suppliers together on a more intimate basis through our events, through our luncheons and our events. Right. And I think that's why it's even more important today than it used to be. Like I said, it used to be, you know, way back, you go down to the market and buy your produce. Then I remember our buyers being on the phone for hours with suppliers and you still had that personal relationship. But now it's I think things are more streamlined the way business is ran.
0: Well, yeah. And, and, and both good and bad in that in that comment. Right. When you think about yeah, streamlining yeah. business. Right. We've gotten away from you know, back in the day when it was about togetherness and talking and relationships, as opposed to now where it's it's emails and it's you, you may not even talk to a buyer all week. You just make it an email. You know, but I, I think when you think about this organization, one of the things that I find to be really one of, I think, its strong suit is that networking that you guys have created. It's almost fraternal in some ways when you look at, at the connectivity that you have with your members. And, and I think it's important to, to kind of balance for everybody is that you know we talked a little bit about the fact that it's, it's California based and what's going on. But you have Southern California and Northern California. It's kind of two, not two separate, but it's, I guess, two chapters, for lack of a better word. Can you talk a little bit about how they both connect with each other?
1: Yeah, and and absolutely. There there are two arms just because of logistics. You know, but if you look at the the commodities that come out of California, there's over 400 different commodities that are distributed nationwide and even further than that, right? Yeah. Um, And so when the FPFc started, it did start in Southern California, and they held the luncheons and events. And there was a lot of retailers up in Northern California, Safeway, that I think of of one and other Israelis uh, that, it, you know, needed to be included in this. So
0: um,
1: they were able to start the Northern California luncheons and events to bring those retailers in, to bring all of these suppliers in that maybe just supply to Northern California, not Southern California. So really what it did is really united the state. We united the association. I know we've tried and actually had a few luncheons in Arizona at one time and and still looking to expand, but, but basically the strength is Northern and Southern California. And, and we'll continue to look for ways to, to bring us together more. Um, I think through this COVID thing, what I've seen through the committee work, because a lot of the committee meetings were live, now everything's sure. on Zoom. So yeah. whether you're Northern Cal, you're Southern Cal, we're all on an even keel and able to interact with each other and really achieve a lot by, by doing that. So the Zoom aspect has helped uh, bring us together.
0: Absolutely. Well, you know, and one thing I think is great about your organization that's unlike, you know, others is that you guys lean into the floral business, um, you know, on the floral side of the produce department. And not a lot of people have those conversations. And so if you wouldn't mind, I got to ask the question, you know, A, why? What's it matter? How does it matter? And why does it matter to this group? Can you share a little bit about the floral perspective? Yeah,
1: thanks, Todd. I was listening to your comment on the floral side of it. And so, you know, actually the origin of floral becoming, you know, together with the Fresh Produce and Floral Council, And if you look at it from a retail perspective, floral back in the day was always displayed in produce. Yeah. The produce managers, the produce people responsible for floral. You know, I remember at Staters, we had this little end cap with mums and uh, green plants, you know, in the holidays, obviously you knock it out of the park and you build the big displays, but from an execution level at the end of the day with customers, they were intertwined. And so I think it totally made sense back to include floral produce into the expo, into the big show, because those that are walking the show floor, they're in charge of both departments, Yeah. right? Yeah. And, and so, and obviously from an agricultural standpoint, there's all the similarities with, you know, water, mother nature and all of that grown outside. Sure. Um, so that's kind of the origin and kind of where we are is we've, we've been married at the hip, I think from the beginning. Uh, especially at the retail level.
0: Well, look, it's a it's a huge part of the department. It's a huge part of of the trajectory, you you know. And there's stores that knock it out of the park when it comes to flora, and it's a big, big business. And I, it's great to see it uh, connected with the, the whole, you know, back to kind of like you said, back in the day type mentality. But it's great to see that connection and bring those folks in uh, because they're doing a hell of a contribution to the bottom line of uh, of all these retailers, no doubt. Absolutely. Um, you know, one of the things I love about your organization and things that I look at when, when I look at, at groups um, is how they give back and, and what they're about. You know, what, you know, your mission, but, you know, but to me, when the giving back part starts to speak about the values of an organization, right? You know, because I think it's so important that we give back in the aspects of uplifting and doing things that, that we can do within our power, within our, within our lane that are going to make a difference. And I'm all about that. And you guys do a bunch, whether it's, you know, whether it's, it's, it's funding salad bars You do a lot of work with the City of Hope, and I know that you guys have just started a new partnership um, with the great guys and great folks at uh, Brighter Bites. So I'm just going to throw it out um, in a general term. You talk about any ones you want to talk about, but can you share why giving back is really at the forefront of your organization?
1: Yeah, you know, um, City of Hope's always been a mainstay with us. It's our biggest luncheon of the year, uh, supporting City of Hope, and Cheryl Kinnick is just an awesome lady in the industry and, and has always worked closely with the council and, and, you know, the members, the members and retailers really have been, you know, the big supporters. And uh, years back, they started the, the walk for produce down, uh, down at city of hope. And I got a few numbers here to share that please, goes please. back goes back to 2017 and, you know, the past couple of years things have been virtual and just haven't been able to do the, the walk for hope. Um, but we had 6,000 people walk back in 2017, 150 volunteer companies helped teamed up to raise over $180,000 in donations and sponsorships. And just a huge event. And and there's some main anchors, uh, people behind this that have been there from the beginning. But supporting the City of Hope uh, is close to to my heart. And Mm -hmm. I know you too, Todd, with all the battles. I don't think anybody individual has gone through life and is going through life without being touched by cancer in some way. So Mm -hmm. that's a big part of what the association does. And uh, a new one that I'm looking forward to this year that we're bringing on for 2022 is Brighter Bites. Yeah. Brighter Bites is really, uh, you know, Rich is uh, working, uh, Rich Dumbach, to, to get um, a bigger presence here in California. And so basically their their business model is very unique and fits right into the produce industry. So what they do is they go to underprivileged schools and areas and they talk with the principal and they get the okay from the principal to come in. And what they do is they'll give the kids bags of fruits and vegetables, produce. And along with that, they get a recipe card to take home. So they take that recipe home and a lot of the kids are too small. So the parents are making these recipes with the meals and it's teaching the kids from a young age to eat healthy and eat better. Yeah. What they're finding and they have a, a great database and they do a lot of surveys and, and a great database, but uh, what they're finding is the parents are eating better now because the kids are taking produce home and they're preparing, you know, these meals that taste great. Uh, So that's, that's awesome right there. But along with that is they have a deal with the principal that they get five minutes a week in every classroom to go in and talk to the kids. And so that's the educational time teaching them about uh, the nutrients of produce, how how good it is for you, longevity of life, and whatever the topic might be, but there's that educational aspect too. So uh, very unique what they're doing and really, to get people to eat more produce, we're in the produce industry, so got, it makes perfect sense that we can help each other and, and do the right thing and, and uh, you know, have people eating healthier and start Absolutely. at, a young, age.
0: Starts at well, a young age. You're not going to get any argument out of me about working through the youth and trying to make the changes we need on this planet through the next generation because, you know, we're too old and crotchety to make changes like we need to make fast enough. And we've got to reach down. You know, it's one of those instances to me when I think about kids and our business. You know, this is one of those times we get to reach down and lift up, and it's not a heavy lift, but it's an important lift that we make. Because you said something I think is really key. I think everybody that's in this space wants to increase consumption, right? That's the number one goal we need to be talking about. Now, you know, good, go eat an apple. The organic guys convince them to eat the organic one, but let's get everybody just to eat that apple because that's what really we're going to win the day. Now we can start by these kids and start getting their minds in the right format that, you know, this is a a good part of my life and a healthy choice at the young age, man, the future looks bright when we start thinking like that. So I commend you guys on that program. And I think brighter bites is just knocking out the park. I mean, rich is great guy to start with and a great head of that organization. So I'm excited about the work that they're doing. I think it's great that you guys are a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's awesome. We're looking forward to it. Yeah, I want to talk. We talked a little bit about your luncheons a couple of times. They kind of come up through the conversation, but I want to get specific about what they are. Um, I know your next one's coming up March 16th down in SoCal. Um, but I want to talk about, you know, one of the things I think is so important that your organization does is the networking side of it. So can you talk a little bit about, you know, the luncheon, what they really are, kind of how they work and how they flow? And, and you know, again, kind of touching on that networking side.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can do. I can talk about the luncheons uh, absolutely. And you know, on the, I want to make one more point. Going back to the charities, is mm-hmm. that you know, this is a dynamic ish- industry, and there's been a lot of successful people throughout the years uh, selling produce, having their companies uh, thrive. Um, these individuals, I, Todd, I am amazed at how much they give back. Yeah. And, they give back because they're successful and they take that success and give back. And I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that, that our members are just amazing on what they do to give back. So I love it. I want to finish with that. I want to make sure. Absolutely.
0: Damn right. That's a drop. That's a drop of Sharpie statement right there. I love it. <laughs> drop the Sharpie. <laughs> but our luncheons.
1: Yeah. You know, and when, when the organization started, it was with a luncheon. Yeah, that was the the first thing was a luncheon. Hey, how do we get the retailers together with the growers, uh, the sellers? And let's get them together and network. Um, But it's evolved throughout the years. Still, that is the mainstay we need the retailers to come. That way, the suppliers can come meet with each other and obviously network. But through the years, uh, the, the association has done a great job in expanding on that. We have people that come speak and, and they're educated in the industry, whether it's water issues or or whatever the issues at hand might be that they can come speak on. So there's an educational aspect now with a lot of our luncheons. Obviously, we talk about the charity luncheons. Um, and then sometimes we'll have an entertainment aspect. We'll have somebody that's totally off the wall, outside the industry come and just, just entertain us. And we can spend time together in the industry uh, being entertained. Um, and they've just remained successful, I think, because they're very unique. Uh, I don't know of any other associations that have as many luncheons as we do. They might have right. one here or there, but, but not as many as we have. Um, and to be successful with that. So it is the foundation of our networking as far as the events go. Uh, very valuable. Um, and we get a lot of support, a lot of support from the companies. And I think everybody yeah. just likes to spend that afternoon together. And even if you're not talking business, you catch up because you do meet some people in this industry you make good friends with and it's good to see each other four or five times a year?
0: Oh, there's no two ways about it. I mean, you know, this, this industry is unlike any other, right? I mean, I think we're all connected by the hip, you know, at the hip. Uh, We deal in a highly perishable deal. Um, We all have the same struggles. Um, And I think there's a camaraderie there that comes from networking that is so powerful. And I think that you guys do it, you know, just an outstanding job of elevating that because, and you're right, it's on people's calendars. All, every luncheon for you know 2022 is already marked off on people's calendar and I guarantee it because they go and you get the same folks they're coming back they want to be a part of this they want to learn they want to network they want to see people they want to talk and I think it's really important that these events exist for that exact purpose
1: yeah absolutely Todd absolutely
0: yeah so yeah. let's talk a little bit more you know a little deeper dive in the organization I'd like to talk about your your annual charity auction and because and, I think it's a cool really cool event you know you know who a talk about like who participates um, and then really I'd like to lean into is why does this event really matter? That's, that's where my curiosity ran with me on that. It's like, hey, why, you know, so if you wouldn't mind, run with it, go anywhere you want and I'll jump yeah. in, jump out, whatever.
1: Yeah. Last year we did, we did it virtually in 2020 and it was, it was cool. I liked that because it was more laid back. Yeah. And everybody's just talking. It wasn't a, a format. There wasn't scripts. Uh, we didn't quite raise the money we would normally raise for, for the charities, which, uh, Traditionally have been for um, Katerina's Club and Second Harvest. Uh, next year, we want to add Brighter Bites to the mix. Cool. Uh, so, but that was pretty cool that we were able to still pull that off in 2020. Now, this year, last month, we were able to do live charity auction. Right. So we did it at Anaheim Hills. Uh, it was sold out. It was sold out. Uh, it was amazing. Um, and what we do is, is we auction off items. So the items are donated, basically, and FPFC will donate a few items as well. And we'll have a silent auction. But then we have the live auction portion. And that's just where the retailers really step up. And the retailers are off, offer uh, up luncheons or dinners. Or this year, uh, Ryan Sanchez offered up a Raider game. You know, I wanted to bid on that. It sounds so much fun. Uh, but they're very unique events. Um, yeah, Marvin Quebec and the team up there with Mill up at Safeway and Jason at Safeway offered up an Olympic event that they're going to go to. It's the oldest uh, Olympic event. Um, a uh, venue in the nation. I can't think of the name offhand here, but Sorry. just very unique things. So we had a couple auctioneers this year, Michael Shell with Rayleigh's and Brian Cook with Pete's. And they just get up there and they start auctioning off everybody. And what was pretty cool this year, it's the first time we did anything virtual. So we were able to have some retailers on Zoom that couldn't make it that were out of either out of state or up in Northern California. So they could interact along with the auction as well. And, and the bottom line is. This industry raised $121,000 at our luncheon for these two charities. Knocked it out of the park. Uh, I that am going to read here from the script a little bit because we had some key sponsors, which are Avocados from Mexico, Grimway Farms, Cal Organics, Chilean Fresh Fruit, and Bard Valley. Thank you so much for sponsoring. And the great retailers,
0: great yeah, shout so out. We,
1: we had more retailers this year than we've ever had. And so just want to say thank you to Ali Sattler, Bristol Farms, Mill and Jason up at Safeway. Thank you very much. Brian and Ryan down here at Albertsons, great job. Caitlin and Andrew with Sprouts. Uh, My boys at Stater Brothers, Jake, Brian, Kyle, thank you so much. Uh, We also had Shauna with Cardenas. And then Northgate, Javier also uh, donated up a luncheon. So uh, thank you to everybody. Uh, It was a great event and uh, it wouldn't happen without everybody doing the right thing for the right reason.
0: I love it. One hundred and twenty. One hundred twenty-one thousand. You said one hundred twenty-one thousand. One hundred twenty-one thousand for charity. Produce guys coming together, breaking bread, celebrating, hanging with each other, driving money into charity. I guess that's why the event matters. And you had right. Shuddy, and you got Shuddy on the microphone. Michael Shuddy on the microphone. I mean, that's going old school right there. You put Shuddy on the microphone, you know that that could get off the rails fast.
1: As soon as you see that beard, you know he's in the house, right? Oh
0: God. And well, the posse. You know, he travels with the posse now. I didn't know if you knew that. Yeah, he's like he's almost he's almost snoop level now. He travels with yeah. the posse. It's yeah, he's up there now.
1: Yeah, Mike's He'll, gonna be our incoming chair next year, 2023. So Mike well, you're, you're
0: gonna have to get more chairs around him for his posse. All
1: right, we'll do that.
0: We'll do that. <laughs> He'll, he's gonna kill me for this. <laughs> All right, I've done worse, I'm sure. Uh, you know, give him a shout out. He's awesome. Uh, he's he's one of the best. He's a great individual, and and, and he's just he's a, he's a gem of a human being.
1: I'll tell you, you these know, past couple of years, he's been instrumental in helping us behind the scenes keep things going. Yeah. And get to where we are now, we got a long yeah. ways to go, but we're we're heading in the right direction, and, and he's well, one of many many individuals that uh, put a lot of time in, not a lot of personal time, to to help us,
0: you know, keep things going. Well, you know, it's a worthy cause, right? You know, it is it, a give back to what you said, but you're making a difference. You know, you're, you're as, you, as your mission statement says, you know, you're collectively advancing the industry. And this is a part of it. You know, giving back, teaching, especially teaching these young kids, these young guys are coming up, the 20, 30 year olds that are, you know, getting involved for the first time. When you base your business savvy on giving back early in your career, Man, it's just something that's going to reward you all throughout your career because you, see, you seek it out. You look for other opportunities. You know how good that feels. To walk out of that room after, you know, coming up with 121K for two charities, you know, during the holidays, coming out in this environment. Come on. That makes everybody's drive home feel good. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. I love that. So what's yeah. next? Let's talk a little bit about what's next in 2022 for the organization. Um, I know you guys just dropped um, it. Just came out. I'm, I'm going to throw it out to you. Just just launch your apprentice program. So please touch on that if you'd like. Um, but you know, again, look, what's going on? What's coming up next? Well, it's
1: this next two big things we got, and uh, we've actually we got three coming up. Uh, oh. it, it, the, we are opening up applications for the apprentice program, and and basically, you know, the apprentice program benefits member companies where they can send individuals, and it represents all sectors of the industry. But they can send individuals from their uh you know individual companies maybe with five years or less experience that can apply for for the program and and the program has been here since 2014 i had the opportunity to be on the original task force and and see it come into fruition which is really cool and it's it just evolved over the years it's so much better each and every year but you can send an individual with your company and and it's a year-long program and there's educational programs for them there is they'll do a public speaking on a certain topic in produce uh, that they'll prepare for with their teams. Uh, there's going to be tours. They come to the events uh, to network and, and meet more people and different people in different aspects of the industry. So it's a well-rounded program. It's probably the best program we have, uh, and it is, um, to help these young individuals get better, give them the tools to move forward in this industry. So applications are open now, and they'll be closing February 13th. Um, so, yeah, please send in your applications. You can go straight to the website and click on the uh, apprentice page and, and, and apply. Uh, we usually oh, have cool. about 12 people each year. That seems to be about the right class size where it's beneficial and you get the most out of it. And we try to diversify that class, whether it's growers, shippers, retailers, distributors, whatever that might be, uh, so that they can learn from each other.
0: I love it. Giving back. I love it.
1: Yep. yep. Giving back. Uh, The other thing I'd like to talk about is we do have a Southern California luncheon, uh, March 19th. I just received confirmation maybe two hours ago that either Kathy Burns or Tom Stencil uh, will be here to help represent and talk about the new International Purchase Association. Uh, So we're looking forward to that and uh, we'll start uh, putting that program together and get out the uh, uh, registration forms and sponsorship forms uh, as soon as possible. Cool. So That's exciting. And, and Todd, the, the third thing here, this is our big gun right here. This is our Produce Expo uh, 2022. It's scheduled for April 6th at the Anaheim Convention Center. Um, uh, the theme is going to be a salute to fresh. We, we think that's cool. appropriate for everything that's gone on the past couple of years. Um, we're going to start Tuesday night, April 5th, with an exclusive event uh, downtown Disney. It's a place called Splitsville. It's actually a bowling alley where there's different bowling alleys. Uh, we're going to kick it off for a half hour with a comedian. Her name is Shannon Lay. Uh, she used to work in the produce industry. So uh, she's really funny. I think she'll. We, need, we all need a good laugh after the last couple of years. So that'll no be doubt. a part. And, and basically, that'll be for all retailers, sponsors, uh, people that are coming to the show that have booked booths are all welcome. And it'll give us a good night out to kick this thing off and network and get together on a, on a fun level. Uh, the it. next morning, uh, we'll kick off with breakfast. We're going to have uh, our guest speaker, which is going to be Lisa Leslie, uh, gold medalist, playing WNBA. Yeah, She works for Channel 7 News. I see her all the time. So she's she's awesome. And, and she's worked with Michael Cooper and Nixon and all the guys. And yeah. so she'll come and hang out with us for for about an hour and, and talk with us and engage with everybody. And then uh, then we'll open the show floor. Uh, we have a lot of retailers that are coming so far. We have a lot of commitments and, and we're sending out those blasts through social media. Uh, we're going to let you know who's coming. So if you're a supplier or you have a, a program that you want to sell, I, you know, get your booth, uh, come join us and, and let's kick this thing off and, and do this together. And, and you know, I used to like as a retailer that coming to the expo, I was able to accomplish more in one day than probably two or three months of just having meetings. Yeah. And I was able to see more, see the items, engage. What programs do you have? And so it's really beneficial. And I think with the retail lineup we have this year, that, uh, that this is going to be a really good show for us. That's,
0: so that's super what's exciting. Dude, that's super exciting. I'm, I'm stoked about that. And, and to your point, shows like yours where people come in and it's intimate and it's together and you've got a group that's already connected at the hip, that's all about positivity. It's just a great show. It's a great day and it's a great opportunity, especially for companies that haven't heard or, or been on the fence about doing whatever it is. It's like, you know, this broadcast hopefully helps push them over the edge and gets them involved. So with saying that, I got to ask this question. How do we get folks to participate and join this organization? Uh, it's pretty
1: simple. You go to fbfc.org and Boom. Click, become a, click become a member. Boom. Look, it's only $695 to become a member of the organization and have all of these opportunities and more uh, that we've talked about today, Todd. So um, I know it's been tough the past couple of years and we haven't pushed new members, but now we have a calendar of events this year. Yeah, And yeah. Uh, and so we have a lot of reason for companies to join. And, and really if anybody has any questions, call me personally, email me and then call me and we'll talk. And yeah. I want to be here to help represent the organization. We're here to help everybody, all the companies, the individuals to become better, grow their business. And and that's the bottom line is to grow your business. So any way that I can help, just call me, ask questions and we'll do it. That's what the FPFC is here for. And we'll do this
0: together. We'll do this together. Well, back to the mission statement, collectively advance the industry. Yes. Yeah, I think it's great. Well, look, I'm a huge fan. I love what you guys are about. I love to give back. I love the opportunity you've given me to help elevate your brand out there and to talk about this. Um, and, and I hope people jump online, get engaged, get connected, recognize that you've got brothers and sisters out there that are doing big things and they want your support. And um, you know, get online. Just like you said, it's easy. Couple click, couple clicks, and you're in. How hard is that? I hell if I can do it, anybody can do. it. <laughs> Not that tough, Todd. That's
1: hey, what I'm Todd, saying. I want to say thank you to you two for the opportunity uh, today to, to be here to help represent this great organization. And uh, and uh, we're, we're going to we're, we're moving forward.
0: We're moving I love forward.
1: It. It's good. It's exciting times.
0: Cool. I appreciate it. I really do appreciate you hanging out okay. with me today. Everybody, thanks really uh, tremendously for hanging out and, and with Don and I and getting an update on what this organization is doing. You know, all the time I talk about inspiration, how we can inspire somebody. I say it's just as simple as waving to your neighbor, right? But it's also as simple as getting involved in an organization that feels right and is doing the right things for the right reasons. And this is what this group is about. So when I tell you to go inspire somebody, go inspire somebody to get online, make a couple of clicks, join this group, check them out, get involved, give back, uplift your teams, and let's go make a difference in the world. that we can do it collectively with this group. And that's what I love about it. So Thanks for hanging out with us today. Go inspire somebody. Like I tell you, it's not hard to do. Don, thanks for being here. Much love to you, much love to Heidi. And uh we'll chat, brother. We'll chat. All right. Sounds thanks everybody good. for Take being care, here. Todd. We'll see you soon.